You're listening to a word from the Lord, the podcast. My name is Pastor Michael E. Tong, and I serve as the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church right here in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma. And I'm also a co-founder of A Word from the Lord, Inc. And when you get an opportunity, I would love for you to visit our website at awftl with Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. AWF is uh, the initials for Word from the Lord, which spelled out Dr. Michael and Kimberly Eton.org. And you can get to know our ministry and our vision. And in short, our vision is to share the Word of God with as many people as we can and in many ways as we can in Jesus' name. So if you'd like to support our ministry, after you listen to the message, and God use uh, this message to touch and reach you in such a way that you would like to give, uh, visit that website, AWFTL, with Dr. Michael at KimberlyEton.org, or call 1-855-510-1397, and we'll be happy to receive. To announce that we will begin broadcasting on the first Sunday in June of 2023 on the now television network it's the second largest african-american television network and it also is a satellite uh, also and we're going to be broadcasting uh, throughout europe uh, we'll be heard in london paris throughout that corridor as well as all over africa so we are excited about joining the team at the now television network we're calling all of our prayer warriors to begin to intercede on behalf of the television program that God would use it in mighty and awesome ways to impact the body of Christ not only in America we'll be heard in America but all around the world so we want to thank you in advance for praying and now we're going to take you to the Bethlehem Baptist Church. It is Sunday, May the 28th, 2023, Memorial Weekend. And we're sharing a message today entitled, A Woman Should Get Her Worth uh, Through Persistence, as we look in the life of Sister Ruth, in Ruth chapter 1, verses 16. And you can look for the context and all of Ruth. Uh, but now let's get into the service and now let's get into the and word. Praise the Lord. We are so happy to see you this morning in the Amen. household of the Lord. Amen. And we're praising God for this Memorial Weekend. Amen. 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 And we are in remembrance of those who've lost their lives so that uh, we can do what we do right now today. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of things. We talked about criticism in Sunday school. There's a lot of things you can be critical about America about. But our freedom of religion is not one. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we are reminded of those who served. And we are so grateful for the veterans who have gone before us as well as the veterans who are amongst us. And, Amen. And how many veterans do we have here today? Amen. Let me see. Would you please stand if you served in the military? Amen. All right. Amen. 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 And Sister E. Tom's waving her hand. Amen. Colonel was her uh, her uh, rank uh, back in the day. Amen. All right. Yes, so sir. we thank you, veterans, uh, sincerely uh, from the bottom of our hearts, and and we will choose this weekend to remember. Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. I want you to fast and pray with us June the 2nd, 2023. And uh, we're fasting and praying, and we're also excited about answered prayers. Uh, uh, CJ and Sister Audrey uh, have been delivered through. Amen. Amen. And been healed. Amen. Amen. And we praise God for that. And praise God for them. Amen? Amen. And as we fast and pray, we want to uh, continue to pray uh, for Brother Chad, who's back. He had an opportunity to preach uh, last Sunday, and we're excited about that. And we're praying for his family this week, for his lovely <laughs> wife will be 
uh, having a procedure on Tuesday. All right. And amen. I want you to be praying for her, fasting and praying for her. And, and she's one of those who carry pain really, really well. And you wouldn't know what she's going through unless uh, she told you. Um, but we do believe that God has the power to relieve all of the pain that she's been enduring for the last few years. Amen? Amen. Amen right. and praise the Lord. So I want you to pray and fast and pray on June the 2nd, uh, 2023. And also fast and pray for our uh, telecast that's going to broadcast this next Sunday. Fast and pray that God will allow his word to pass through this place into the world. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. We're uh, going to continue in a series this morning entitled A Woman's Worth, A Woman's Worth. And we've been standing on Proverbs 31 and 30 where it says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. And we've been preaching this series this month to praise women as well as to teach them the way God's woman should get her worth. Amen? Amen. And we're almost done through this series. And uh, if you didn't have an opportunity, you can uh, click the link in the pastor's text and get caught up. Amen? Amen. Amen and praise the Lord. Today we're going to be talking about a woman should get her worth through persistence. A woman should get her worth through persistence. We're going to look at Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God? Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. One, two, three. But Ruth replied, don't, Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord again. Today we're sharing a message entitled, A Woman Should Get Her Worth Through Persistence. A Woman Should Get Her Worth Through Persistence. And we're going to look on around. Three points, the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. Uh, we want you to know three things. We want you to don't relinquish, don't return, and don't recant. Don't relinquish, don't return, and don't recant. We want Christian women to know that they must be persistent in perilous times to get God's blessing. Let me say that again. Uh, and this goes for men. The word cut both ways. Uh, Christians should, uh, must be persistent in perilous times to get to God's blessing. We're going to look at this brief video, and then we'll get into the word. Ruth and Naomi, surviving trials with love and loyalty. Naomi and her family moved to Moab because there was not enough food in the land of Judah. Then Naomi's husband died. Naomi's sons married women from Moab named Orpah and Ruth. They took care of Naomi for 10 years. Then Orpah's and Ruth's husbands died. Now the women were alone. Naomi could not provide food for Ruth and Orpah. Orpah returned home, but Ruth wanted to stay and take care of Naomi. Ruth and Naomi heard the land of Judah had crops again, so they traveled there. Ruth and Naomi arrived in Judah during the harvest. They needed food. Naomi's relative named Boaz owned fields in Judah. He let Ruth take the leftover grain in his fields. It was hard work. Boaz respected Ruth because she worked hard and because she was loyal to Naomi and the Lord. He told the servants to leave more grain in the fields for Ruth. Naomi wanted Ruth to have a family. She encouraged Ruth to marry Boaz. Ruth knew that if she and Boaz got married, they could take care of Naomi together. Ruth decided to ask Boaz to marry her. Boaz knew Ruth was a loyal and virtuous woman. He agreed. Ruth and Boaz got married. 
Soon Ruth had a baby boy. He became the grandfather of David, the future king. Many years later, Jesus Christ was born into this family line. Amen. And praise the Lord. Amen and praise the Lord. This is Woman's Month, and in Woman's Month, we try to gear things towards women. Yes, sir. And uh, some things that women like, I, I, I must confess that I, I like too. And uh, what I like is rom-coms, rom-coms. They are romantic comedies. Okay. Most brothers like just action movies, but... <laughs> Uh, one of the greatest love stories ever told was about the Titanic or the notebook yes, yes. Uh, that have gone down in rom-com history. And uh, I really do kind of like the love stories. Yes, and uh, this story uh, in the text today is... I think it's one of the greatest love stories of all times or in scripture. And the reason I think it's one of the greatest is because of the outcome, but it really started really, really sad. It started sad. First, it started with a famine, with a famine. Now, you got to remember that they were in Bethlehem, and this man, his wife, and his two sons were in Bethlehem, but they were in a famine, in a famine. And, 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 and one thing that always seems to show up in Scripture is the famine, which usually meant for the people of God is that they had been disobedient. Um, they were not serving the Lord and had not put God first, so God knows how to whoop his folk. Hello, somebody. And if God loves you, he will discipline you. Hello, somebody. And somebody this morning may have thought that God loved them this morning from Sunday school because the Lord began to get his switch out and got the whooping son of us. Hello, somebody. With critical spirits. Hello, somebody. If he loves you, he's going he's gonna to whoop you. Hello, somebody. When I was at Oakland Bible Fellowship, I sat up under that word and I'd be like, ooh, that word hurts so good. Hello, somebody. Because God was getting at me and trying to change me and my character and he knows how to discipline those whom he loves and, and the people in Judah have been unholy and godly unrighteous so what did God do? He sent a famine in the land yes, somebody. Yes, and that's one of the worst things you want to be a part of is a famine in the land so much so that this man had to leave Bethlehem. Anybody tell me what Bethlehem means? The house of bread being passed out of Bethlehem I'm about the church, I would like to tell folk, don't ever leave Bethlehem. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Even in a drought, don't you leave Bethlehem. Oh, because we're going to see a little later that uh, they wanted to drop in, but guess what? God showed back up. Yes, Hello, somebody. Yes, it may seem like drought time now, but I'm here to tell you yes. if we get right, church. Yes. Hello, Come somebody. Yes, oh, God can lift the famine, and, and we won't even these times uh, anymore. Don't ever leave uh, Bethlehem, even in trial, because the Bible says it is the house of bread. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And I don't know too many people that starve uh, oh, in a house of bread. Come Hello, somebody. <laughs> but this man had to leave. He had to leave, and he had to make a perilous journey. This is his path on the map. Is on the map. You would go back towards Jerusalem. You would go down this 20-mile track over here past Jericho, and you would be going down the mountain. They say about 3,000 feet because you got to remember this is a hilly land, hilly country. Uh, the Temple Mount was on a mountain. That's why they called it the Temple Mount. They had to go down here, go back through here most likely, went down through here, went all the way down through here, and they said, Said it probably took him, oh, a man, his wife, and his two sons about seven days, seven to ten days walking that journey. Oh, because there was famine in the land. And when they got there, you'd have thought, oh, this is where life is going to. Oh, 
it's going to pan out. They got away from the drought in the land and went to Moab. Hello, somebody. Oh, but things got worse as opposed to getting back. Oh, somebody takes a tell. Going to a bad time now, but I'm here to tell you, it can get worse. You better be happy. You better thank the Lord for what you have. Oh, you got a critical spirit about what's going on in your life, in your church. Oh, things can get worse. Is there anybody here know that things can get worse? Hello, somebody. And for this family, the unheard of happened. The, uh, 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 she lost her husband, which was detrimental. Yes, sir. Detriment. Right, yeah. One of the worst losses you can have. And, and there are some folk that don't get past this kind of loss. Yes. Because they've been married for, for, for so long. And, and, and to be without that other person, oh, they lose their will to live. And sometimes them folk been married oh, 50, 60 years when they lose their mate. Woo! Yeah. In a year's time, hello somebody, they could be gone. Hello somebody, they could be gone. Hello somebody. So, so, so this was detrimental. They didn't have welfare in Moab. They didn't have Section Eight in Moab. Whoa! When a woman lost her husband, that means she lost everything. Hello somebody. Is there anybody here that feels like they lost everything? Is there anybody here that just went through the drought and now, oh, they're losing a mate, or losing a loved one, losing a child. Is there anybody here, things have gotten worse as opposed to getting better? Yes, yes. Man, this is a sad story. You say you like rom-coms. This, hey, uh, this is the worst rom-com I ever heard of. Not only that, but within 10 years, she lost both of her sons. Yeah. Oh, is this a rom-com you want to live? Is this a feel-good movie, Reverend? <laughs> what, what you talking about, Reverend? It's, it's getting worse. Her drought, the loss of her husband, and they say one of the worst uh, detrimental loss you can experience is the loss of a child, let alone two. Hello, somebody. Yeah. They say that's the worst thing you can do uh, as a parent is to, is to outlive your chill, your children and your child. Hello, somebody. This woman by the name of Naomi, which means sweet. Hello, somebody. Oh, she had a sweet life. But in a 10-year period or more, she has lost it all and lost everything. Is anybody here that feels like they've lost it all, that they've lost everything? Uh, somebody's listening at the sound of my voice. Uh, you may all be thinking about throwing in the towel, giving up suicide because you've been through so much pain, so much sorrow, oh, so much hurt, so much, so many fears uh, in this life. Uh, oh, you think that life cannot get better because all it does yes, is yes, get worse. Yes, is that anybody here? Yes, Hello, somebody yes, that can relate. Hello, somebody to this woman's life. In this life, many times it can feel bitter because we've got to deal with some stuff. She had to deal with uh, the famine. She had to deal with uh, the loss of a mate. She had to deal with the loss of her children. And, uh, oh, just when you thought, oh, that things couldn't get better, she heard. Hello, somebody. Come on now. Come on now. Hello, somebody. That's why it's important to preach the word of God because she heard. That God was moving amongst his people. She heard that God was still on the throne. She heard that he still was the holiest of holies. She heard that he was still high and lifted up. She heard, oh, in New Testament term, God said that he'll never leave her or forsake her. She heard. 
church and she decided she heard a word from the Lord on Memorial Weekend in 2023 that everything's gonna be alright because God is still in control in Jesus name I was sent here this morning to let you know that God is still in control and he's still moving amongst his people even though it was a famine that God was still moving amongst his people. Even though we ain't got as many folks as we had before, God is still moving amongst his people. He's still on the throne. He's still worthy to be praised. He's still worthy to move on our behalf. And when he moves, when you he move, move just, just like, like that. that. And that's what she did. She heard God was moving back at Bethlehem. And what did she do? Oh, she moved back. God is calling some folks to come back to Bethlehem. You better move back. You've been going through heartache, pain, fears, and tears. You better move back. Oh, to Bethlehem. Sound like that sermon you used to preach last week. Praise God. Come on home. Hey, hey, come on home. He's one, reach one, in Jesus' name. And here is a commitment that she had. Oh, woman, we haven't even mentioned yet. Who was one of her daughter in love? She wasn't a daughter in law, she was a daughter in love. Hello, somebody. Because that old Oprah. You know, that was her other, other-in-law, hello somebody. Oprah left and started a talk show and became rich, hello somebody. Oh, but Ruth said, I'm going to follow you, Naomi. Oh, I'm going to follow you. And this is the reason why I'm going to follow you. Oh, because I've seen everything that you've gone through. I've seen you lose your husband and still have hope in God. Oh, I heard about you leaving because of the famine. I looked in your life when you lost your first. I looked in your life when you lost your second. Oh, you still, oh, serve the Lord. You still had hope and faith and love. There's something about you and your heart oh, that I want a part of in Jesus' name. Don't you know your greatest witness is not when you're on the mountaintop. Your greatest witness is in the famine. Your greatest witness is when you lose loved ones. Your greatest witness is when you lose your child. Your greatest witness is when they say you have cancer, but you don't fret. Oh, because you believe in the God that you serve. When your greatest witness, oh, it's in the dark times, not in the life. Anybody can be faithful to God in the life. Oh, she saw what she had been through. Yes. Yeah. Other folk could have said, man, this woman got bad luck. Oh, come on now. That's I ain't going to be with her. Hello, yes. somebody. <laughs> Everything that, that's going on in her life, she got, she got bad yeah. luck. Yeah. Oh, she's a black widow. Hello, yeah. somebody. Oh, yeah. that's what that. Oh, but she saw something unique. Oh, in her relationship with God. Oh. And this is what she said. She said, I'm not going to relinquish. Oh, but Ruth replied, because she urged her to stay back with that other one. You you better stay back. You won't be able to find a husband. Stay back. Oh, they don't like Ethiopians. Oh, amongst the Jews. You better stay back. Hello, somebody. She said this. She said, she, she didn't relinquish. She said, don't urge me to leave That's you. What That's what she said. Don't, don't urge me to leave yes, you. Sir, yes, sir. Oh, I got a made up mind. Yes, sir. I seen it with my own eyes. Oh, I got a made up mind. I heard you when you were crying to God in the middle of the night. Oh, when you prayed towards Oh, Jerusalem, I saw with my own eyes that you didn't fall apart even when London Bridge was falling down. 
you still should. In Jesus' name, I serve. And don't ask me to relinquish. God says today, don't relinquish. In Jesus' name. Oh, the devil wants you. Oh, to give up on God. To stop believing. To stop having faith. To stop having hope. To stop having love for the Lord. That's what the devil wants you to do. But you better follow God with all your heart. Don't relinquish. Don't relinquish. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor. Don't relinquish. In Jesus' name. Don't relinquish. In Jesus' name. I like the last part of this. This is why we don't relinquish. Last part of Hebrews 13 and 5. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. This is what God has said. Oh, a family had left Bethlehem, had left Judah, had left where the people of God were and where you worship God. Oh. But God didn't leave that woman all by herself in a strange land amongst a strange people. Oh, God made sure she got a word from the Lord. And when she got a word from the Lord, oh, she listened. And God says today, oh, you may have been wondering. You may have been out amongst the people of the world. Oh, but you can always come back home in Jesus' name. Always come back home because I never will I leave you. Nor will I say, don't you know God is the only somebody that can say that? Yes, yes, yes. Because I can say I love my wife with all my heart and, and that I would never leave her. Yes. Oh, probably if we were in a rom-com, that's what a husband said. Yes. Hello, somebody, but guess what? He died. Mm. Right, right. Hello, somebody. You ask somebody that lost a mate and see how they feel. Mm-hmm. They'll say, I feel forsaken. Hello, somebody. Yes, yes. I, I feel forsaken. I feel all alone, lonely. Oh, in the world, all by myself, I feel. God says today, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Because uh, even though he or she has forsaken you, they don't show these in rom-coms, but a lot of folk who get seriously sick, the mates leave them. Hello, somebody. A lot of folk who lose their jobs and not able to provide the way they used to provide, their mates will leave them. Yeah. Hey, hello, somebody. Not everybody who asks, oh, uh, for somebody to marry them will make it to the altar and they will be forsaken at the altar. Yeah. We call that a one way bride. Hello, somebody. Oh, but God says today, in the midst of your sorrow, in the midst of your pain, in the midst of the trout in your life, that I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. So don't relinquish. Be persistent in the Lord in Jesus' name. And also she tells us that, shows us an example of don't return. Don't return. It says in the text, uh, or to turn back from you. Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Just don't do it. Don't urge me. Oh, to return. That was a problem with all of those folk that were led out of Egypt. Oh, they were going through a a trap. They were going through a a famine. They were going through a desert. That's learning Sunday school. Oh, they didn't like that manna. Manna, what is this? Back in Egypt, oh, we had KFC. Oh, Back in Egypt, we had turkey fried chicken. Back in Egypt, oh, we had meat. Oh, but you got me out here. Oh, on this man, I don't even know what this is. They were critical, had a critical spirit. And they said, hey, we can return back. Oh, they wanted to return back to Egypt where they could eat. Oh, great stuff. 
and great food uh, being slaves. Uh, and that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to turn back uh, from where God has delivered you. He wants you to turn back uh, all the drugs. Uh, turn back uh, to alcohol. Uh, turn back uh, to pornography. Yeah. To turn back uh, oh, to the way you used to make it. Oh, he wants you to turn back uh, oh, to the gun. Uh, turn back uh, to the life. Uh, turn yes, back uh, yes, to boxing for yourself on, and not allowing God to fight yes, your battle. He wants you to turn back. Yes. But the devil is a lie. <laughs> Don't you return back. Yes. You better go forward in Jesus' Jesus name. Go forward yes. from this point on. Yes, I know you've been to a family. I know you lost some loved ones. Yes. I know it's been hard. But God says, Don't turn back. Don't turn back. Oh, in Jesus' name. Jesus Don't name. turn back. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. oh neighbor, don't return in Jesus' name. Don't return in Jesus' name. You don't return because you're going to reap what you sow. Hello, somebody. You don't return because you're going to reap what you sow. And this woman by the name of Ruth, which is a, a female, they say God is a chauvinist. Uh, and that, that's how that, that, that we heard it. That's what they say can say about God is he's a chauvinist. Mm-hmm. You know, if God was a chauvinist, the book of Ruth nor Esther would be in the Old Testament. Come on now. Hello, somebody. Yes, yes. I'm not even talking about the New Testament. It would yes. nowhere, no how, no nary would it have been in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Hell, somebody. Yes. And this woman named Ruth. Oh, and she was a pagan. Yes, yes. Hello, somebody. Yes. From a pagan land. Come on now. Yes. And I say it because some people say that she was a black woman. Hello, somebody. That's why I said from Ethiopia, but from Moab, that their skin would have been a little darker. Hello, somebody. And you know Jewish folk, hello, somebody, they couldn't stand Gentiles. Right. That's right. They say the biggest racial divide in the world today is not black and white. It's Jews and Gentiles. Yes, yes. And here this woman is deciding to follow this, Je- this Jewish woman back to Bethlehem without no hope of getting married. She was young enough and fine enough to get a man from Moab. Hello, somebody. Yes, yes. Hello, somebody. But she said, I'm, going, I'm not going to return. I'm going to follow you. We're going to see in her life that she reaped what she sowed. That's what the text says. Let us not become weary and doing good. For in the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up Bethlehem. Don't you know? Oh, but there's a proper time. And God's going to allow us to reap a harvest in due time if we don't give up. God says to Bethlehem, don't give up. Don't give give in. Don't give over. Don't give under. Oh, in Jesus' name. Oh, because you've been using the right seed. Come on now. Yes, sir. When we were in COVID, I said, Lord, I know that Bethlehem can't fail because if Bethlehem is anything, they stand on the word. They teach the word. That's the major thrust of this ministry is that we teach and stand on the word of God. And if that is true, oh, if we don't give up, we're going to reap a harvest. If we don't give up in Jesus, is there anybody here tempted to give up because of, oh, the famine tempted to give up because loss of loved ones tempted to give up because of the trials and the tribulation that they're going through in this life? God says this morning, don't give up in Jesus' name. Say to your neighbor, 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 neighbor. Don't give up. Don't give up. In Jesus' name. Yes, sir. In Jesus' name. Don't return. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Last, at least I keep us too long. Mm -hmm. Talk about this morning. A woman should get her work through persistence. You've got to persist at this thing. Christianity ain't easy. Mm -hmm. This life ain't easy. But most of all, don't recant. Because... 
You think um, that she was really concerned about Naomi. But the latter part of what she had to say shows us that it had to do with her God. Yes. Hello, somebody. She, she, she said this. Man, it's uh, an incredible commitment. She said, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. She said, where you will go, I will go. Where you will stay, I will stay. And then she said, these are more words. Your people, who is her people? The people of God. Yes. Hello, somebody. The Israelites. Hello, somebody. The people of God. You know, most oh, daughters-in-laws have problems with mother-in-laws. They don't want to have nothing to do with their people. Yeah. Hello, yeah. somebody. Come on now. Hello, somebody. But she said, oh, your people will be my people and what? Your God will be my God. Your God will be my God. Hello, somebody. How did she know about the God that Ruth served? After all, again, she left because of the famine. All that she seen in Naomi's life was trouble. Oh, trouble with the famine. Trouble with losing her maid. Trouble oh, with losing a son. Trouble with losing another son. Oh, all she saw oh, was how she was destitute after she lost all the men in her life. Just destitute. Hello, somebody. But here this woman is from a foreign land wanting to follow her. Hello, somebody. Wanting to follow her and wanting to follow her people and wanting to follow her God. She saw something in this woman. Oh, oh, she wasn't, oh, a black cat who was having bad luck that you want to stay away from. Oh, she saw the goodness of God in her life in the midst of it all in the midst of the heartache in the midst of the pain in the midst of the sorrow in the midst of the failing in the midst of the losing in the midst of the desert in the midst oh when all her life oh had fallen apart she saw Oh, God, and she wanted to have what she has in Jesus. Is there anybody here who can have this kind of witness in this church that in the middle of the worst times of life, your life can be a witness oh, for others to see God that Bahama in the midst of the worst time. Oh, your life can be a myth. Oh, can be a witness to others because we'll never give up. We'll never give in. We believe by faith and stand on the word of God. We believe that there's still a God. Oh, still a Bob in Gilead. We believe. Oh, now God still can heal. Our God still can say, go oh, to the leper and the leper be cleansed. Hello, Miriam. Oh, from Sunday school. Hello, somebody. This is the God that we serve. Yes, yes. But in order to get his blessings, come on now. We gotta be persistent. Well, right. yeah. This yes, woman sir. took her, hello somebody, and her daughter in love. Yes. And made those seven days, seven to ten day journey by themselves yeah. amongst the hilly land, going back up to Jerusalem where robbers and thieves would hide out. She had God's angel go before them to make the rough places smooth, to shatter the doors of France, to cut through the iron bars, that she would know that it was her God who called her by her name. Oh, her name. Was Naomi. She had the audacity to get back to Bethlehem and say, Change my name. Oh, call me my God. Oh, because life has been bitter. Oh, for me. Oh, I want to change my name. The Lord has been bitter towards me. I want to change my name. The God says, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And I won't change your name. 
because of all the stuff that you have been through. You didn't lose your mind up in here and here. You didn't cut folk out up in here and here. Oh, yes, your name is still Naomi, and I'm not finished with you yet. That woman who decided to come with you, I'm going to use her to carry the family name on. I'm going to crack her in. Oh, and I'm going to allow her to meet a man. Hello, romantic comedy, by the name of Boaz. Oh, and Boaz wasn't a boaster. Boaz wasn't broke. Oh, Boaz was a man of cost. And as she was out walking in the field to take care of her mother-in-law, he came along and said, good, good, a That's what it oh, says. good, good, a She's a bad man, my children. Come on, man. Don't get out, say, who's young woman is this? Yes, oh, she had so much when she came back from the field. Yeah. Oh, Naomi said, wait a minute, how, how did she get all of that? Yeah. Oh, she said, I believe right. over there in Boaz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boaz, I remember Boaz. He's rich yeah. and he's an owner. And he can be a kinsman redeemer. You said you wanted to be a part of my people. Guess what? God is about to grab you in, girl. Yes, Go back. Come on now. Oh, put on. Oh, your St. John. Put on your red bottoms and go down there. Oh, and lay down at your feet of Boaz. And he'll know what to do. And Boaz was surprised that this young thing was interested in me. And I'm a godly man. And I'm willing to redeem. And he, oh, was a kinsman redeemer to carry on her family line. Hello, So much so, the first child, oh, was who? Anybody remember? Come on now. Who was her first child? Who was she related? Who was he related to? He was, yeah, he was what? Related to King David. Related to King David. This woman, this foreigner, this woman who didn't have nothing was broke as a joke. All she had was her commitment to her mother-in-law. This woman of an opposite, oh, of an opposite race. God grafted her in to the line of David. King David. Go to Matthew chapter 1. Yes, sir. You'll see. Such and such place, such and such, such and such, 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 was dependent upon this all oh, this meeting on the field way back then because the son of David the son of Abraham oh became the Messiah was the Messiah and we believe today because we believe in Jesus Christ well yes sir this is why you should recant hello somebody right right God is at work good work it's you good may work. not be able to see it in the dark times come on now but don't you know when, 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 when the jeweler wants diamond, oh, to stand out, what, what does the jeweler do? The jeweler would take, pick up the diamond and put out what looks like black velvet something down. Mm -hmm. right. And then he would place that diamond yes, sir. on that darkness. Make it stand out. And that diamond will clean. Yeah. Tell us. Somebody here today, you're a diamond. Mm. Well, you, you trying to change your name because you've been going through so much. Well, Pastor, I lost a loved one, had to go through surgery. I lost, I lost this, I lost that. Don't, don't call me Naomi. Call me Myra. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Don't you know it is in the, wor uh, the worst of your times that you give God 
the most glory? Right. Let me say that again. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. In your worst time, you give God the greatest glory. Yes. Let me say that again. In your worst sickness, your worst sadness, your worst pain, your worst sorrow, if you won't relinquish, if you won't turn back, and you won't recant, ultimately God's going to work all of that together for your good. Yes. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. And also for the good of others. Amen. Right. Yes. Our life impacts us here today. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lord. Let me say that again. Mm -hmm. Her life literally. The church is named Bethlehem. Mm -hmm. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. From all the way over there in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. All the way over here. Mm -hmm. Bethlehem. Yes, Lord. H Hello, somebody. Come on now. Her life impacts us even to this day. Shall we pray? Yes, Lord. Father God, we come today, Lord, just want to thank you and to praise your thank holy you. name. Father, there have been many who have been carrying it. Many amongst this, this sanctuary, some known and some not known. Some I pray for in person and some in private. They, 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 they've been going through. And they're trying to change their name. God made them sweet. And because of the circumstances, they, they, they're trying to change their name, Father, but don't allow them to change their name. She had been through the worst part. But all of that that she had been through in Moab had followed her back to Bethlehem. But God had to rebuke all of that. Right. And in Jesus' name, Father, we rebuke everything that we've been through up to this point. And we recognize that it is harvest time. Yes. And it's in the harvest, Lord, that you do your greatest work, Father. And in Jesus' name, we rebuke the sadness. We rebuke the sorrow. We rebuke the fears. We rebuke all, all of that have been going through up to this point in time. And this morning, we will leave this place with a new start. In Jesus' name, Father, we call on you because we've heard that you're moving amongst your people at Bethlehem. This is Bethlehem, Lord. And I believe that you're moving amongst your people. Here is harvest time in Jesus' name. And we rebuke everything that we've been through. Oh, in the last 10 years. Oh, like in her life. In the last 10 years of sorrow, of suffering. Lord, we rebuke that. And we leave that. And we keep our name. Oh, we continue to be sweet. Father, so that you can move in mighty and awesome ways. For you're not finished with us yet. You were not finished with this woman who had lost it all. You weren't finished with her yet. And you had not even began with Ruth or somebody. Oh, Lord, you said I'm not finished. Oh, here at Bethlehem and there's others. You said I haven't even started yet. I've got some great things planned for you. I'm about to graft you into places. I'm about to anoint and appoint you. Oh, for a new season and a new time. Oh. Blow your minds up in here, up in here. Father, we call on you today. And believe by faith. And we're going to run on, as the old folk used to say, and see what the end's going to be. And we're going to persist in Jesus. All eyes closed, heads about saints and But what we need is 